What's going on with dance and stuff? What's happening with dance and things? What's going on? What's happening? What's going on with dance and stuff? Oh, it's happening. I'm so thrilled. I really, I really am, David. So, ladies and gentlemen, other we're here with David Thompson. And I... It's a big deal. It is a big deal. I've been wanting to talk to you... It's just me. When was the luminary. When was the MR Gala? Uh, June 6th. So I've been wanting to talk to you since that. And, and not before. And I mean, all well, that's okay. actually, actually, that's uh, not true. Because I, I remember running into you. That's and you had a card. Of all, of and I was like, I what do you live. He had a card, a which card. I live for. And it was really small and perfect. It was C... <gasps> Aren't they perfect? These are all my photos. That's that you Versailles. take. Yes, it's Versailles. That's Kenya. That's Athens. That's Rauschenberg. Wow. This Did is you Captiva? Go? Did you go to Captiva? Yes. I want it's that heaven. so bad if you get to put yeah. my name in that pocket. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's. I was just Reed meeting with a friend go. of mine who she just got back and it was... I want to go so Are you only badly. allowed to go the one time? Yeah. Yeah, it's like an FCA. Yeah. Get it. Yeah. You get it once, and that's but it. Once is like five weeks is enough. Well, I don't know if it's enough. You want to go back. I want yeah. to go to White Oak and pet a giraffe. Uh, is White Oak still going on? Yeah. I think it reopened, but I don't okay. know if the giraffes are still there. Oh, okay. But, well, you know, I haven't been there. Know. You might want to talk to John Jaspers. Uh, okay. She'll know. Well, John Hagenbotham was just there. She'll oh, also oh, know. For, for sure. It's Those for queens John's. will know. John and John. I know. If you're not John, you might not get there. I mean, you may not I will, get to I will also to get a John. legendary queens <laughs> that I can have. You might need to get a John if you want to go to that pretty place. Yeah. Um, just get a rich John. Oh, honey, I really have never done that. Really? Just, no, I haven't. Oh, when you have, have the face you? for it. They, really? Oh, yeah. God, I was just... That's going to drive me nuts if you keep playing with that sticker, Reed. I swear to God, I'll reach <laughs> right over it and rip it off. Um, uh, I, thank you so much for saying that. I've never felt like I had a beautiful enough face to... Uh, really? That way. I've always felt like a weird Betty Davis. Didn't of. you have a boyfriend with money initially? Mm, I guess time. when I was... Maybe when I was twenty, like when I was twenty-one, but I didn't realize it at the time. I didn't take advantage of that. You didn't realize he had money. I didn't realize. I didn't realize it till it was over, and then the possibilities I, then, that were yeah. looming. Yeah, but oh. also I, I, I'm such a midwesterner. You're not it's, that type. I'm. It's. I need it all to. I'm like to have control. Of course. But you know, I. Really, I mean, come on now. I. It's Jack Ferber. Control. Control on, you know, mm. well, that's that Aries moon. Oh, the Aries and then the Scorpio. The Scorpio rising with that Aquarius sun. And mm. you are? Scorpio. You're a Scorpio first and Virgo foremost. Virgo rising, moon in Gemini. Whoa. Oof. It's a lot. It's oh, a lot. girl, but... I, I, I live between chaos and order. That Gemini moon at work. Oof. Oh wow! But then you have you have that Virgo, the Virgo rising, so you can get stuff done. Yeah, yeah. Where, are you, where are you from? I'm from here. I was born and raised in the Bronx. Well, me too. Not the Bronx, really? but here. Oh, where? Downtown. Oh, yeah. where'd you go to high school? I went to Interlochen. <laughs> oh, Reed and I went yeah. to Interlochen went together. Went away. Oh, that's where you met. We met. Yes. Shut up! As I had teens. no clue you go that far back. Had terrible teens. Wow! Yeah, and you just immediately were like, "Oh, huh. no, no!" You were like this. No. Okay. We were really that was incredible. That was incredible. We were really like that was really good. No, no. We were really like, "Who's that?" I don't care. Focus on me. Bye. It was really, you know, it was a private art school, girls. You were just like, I have got to figure out how what I'm doing when I got out of here. Oh, At least I was. Goodness. I was very like, I didn't come here to make friends. Wow. But I was there on a huge, I was there on a full scholarship. So I was like, I've got to make sure that I propel this to the next thing. Were I you theater no or dance? Theater. That's, yeah, it makes sense. And Reed was originally voice. Oh. Were you ever a dance major? Yes, the last okay. year and a half. Just, I was a double major. Because mm-hmm. she has always been clipped for the gods. She's well, always yeah. been deeply facile. I went... Oh. I went for the, all the four years, and, you know, it's mm. complicated. Yeah, yeah. In that way. Where did you go to high school? Um, it was a place called Bronx Science. Oh, and now, so now your interview with Ava is all coming back to me. So <laughs> I just, because as you say these, I'm like, I know, I know. I have one pin in a place that, I'm, that I definitely want to ask you about. Um, okay. But you were really into science. That was, that was my thing. That Math was, and science. 
I went to, I first, after high school, I went to Haverford and I was going to go to Cornell during the summers to do computer science and major in math at Haverford because they didn't have computer science there. Right. And then after my first semester at Haverford, I was like, I don't want to do math. I'm not really into it. And I couldn't figure out what I wanted to do with my life. Um, a lot of things, it was a big, <clears throat> big shift. Um, my mother had passed away recently, the year before, and I was just like finding myself and like sort of beginning to... Your mother passed away when you were 19? She passed away when I was, the week I, before I turned 17, my last year in high school. Um, yeah. I'm so sorry, Dave. No. Where did you die from? Colon cancer. Life and death. Yeah. And it's, it changed. It changed my life, but it also yeah. gave this opening. Um, of possibilities and so I found myself kind of adrift and just doing all sorts of things when I got there so it was fun and then I that's where I kind of started dancing at Bryn Mawr there yeah. right and but then you go to purchase right. and how did that end up happening that was an accident um Reed also went to purchase oh just for a moment <laughs> really like, I'm so tired of these pictures. He like, really oh. was like, I can do ballet, bye. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, li- I liked it. Yeah. I had a good time. I mean, who was teaching ballet when you were there? Oh, that's that's difficult. Wait, how did you get to purchase? What was so the I, I was supposed to apply to NYU. I knew nothing about dance at all. I just kind of thought, I want to dance. I know, I'd not seen Where much dance at all. Where did that come from? I really don't, you know, I think as a child, I was going through this in therapy a while back and just saying, when I was a child, I would just pick up stuff and go, oh, this is what I'm going to do. Mm. I'm going to do this. And so I was very independent. I would pick up drawing and go, I'm going to draw. I'm gonna do. And i just get into it or I'm going to, whatever it was. And I think, and I don't know because I was such a nerd. I was not in my body. Mm. And... Um, I was taking it there, and this woman, Linda Caruso Haviland, who just retired, um, uh, had arrived at, at uh, Bryn Mawr my second year, and I just thought, hmm, let me try this, and somebody had recommended purchase. And I should have applied to NYU as well, thankfully I didn't. I put all my eggs in that one basket, and I was a special admit, because um, I was like dicey. And I remember the first year I was there, people used to laugh at me because oh I was God. so bad. I, mean, I didn't know what I was doing. I <laughs> but mean, were you also like, laughing at yourself? Were I you joining was, into the laughter? Uh, I, I didn't know what to laugh at. I was just like, oh, this is what I do. Right. I don't know. I just I remember there was this woman, um, Carol Freed, who used to be rehearsal director for the Graham Company. And mm-hmm. at the end of, I think it was the end of my first or second semester there. And so you'd meet with them, all of the teachers, and they would sort of evaluate you. And I remember her saying to me, I don't know what to say except you work really hard. Oh, well, that's something. <laughs> yeah. It is something. Yeah. I, and I was kind of blind when you don't know anything, and you're just like, I went into it with gusto. I'd never been physical all day long in my life. And how, do you remember how that felt? Oh, it was, a, it was exciting. I mean, yeah. I just, I literally would just eat it up because yeah. I had no clue. I'm like, okay, this is what you do. Okay. And my arabesque was just like, like <laughs> flat line. That's what it should be. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> and, um, and so, you know, it, and it was interesting. And then uh, I was in the department for two years. And then I transferred out because I just thought, I don't want a dance degree. I'm not going to do this for a living. And it's the last thing I want on my resume. No offense. It's just being, <laughs> and I'll say this a lot, being black and going to a job interview yeah. and having them say, oh, you have a dance degree. Yeah. That's really great. Bye-bye. <laughs> you know. Um, and I didn't think I wanted to do that. Um, and so I went to liberal arts and I did interdisciplinary and so just picked up because I feel like I'm in college and this is my one chance to actually do the things that interest me. So I studied languages, linguistics, literature. And I put that all together. Well, I had studied <clears throat> it before when I was at Haverford, so I just sort of combined them all so I could get out. Right. Because we're talking, by the end, it was like six years of college. Because right. I transferred from Haverford after two years, and then after two years in dance, I transferred out again. 
And then I was like, mother's got to get out. I need to go and work. I need to get out. But while work. you but while you were getting your dance degree, mm-hmm. Mel Wong was your advisor. Done your homework. Yes. Yeah, and nice. I wanted to ask <clears throat> about that relationship because it's it struck me when I was listening to your interview with Ava that there was that relationship seemed formative in a way that is still that I it seems like he is still very much with you. Oh yeah, Mel was very near and dear. He was an odd bird, um, but in such a good way. I used to call him Uncle Mel. Um, his classes were technical, um, but in a way that really activated your mind of just having to learn things quickly and then put things together and then um, reorganizing it at the end of the class. And so you had to really keep on top of it, but also um, working out of Mel is, you know, a former Merce dancer. And so there's an abstraction to what he was doing that really intrigued me. Was he only teaching comp at Purchase? No, he was teaching technique. Oh, okay. He taught, yeah, I remember, did I, take an, I took an improv class with him and I failed. <gasps> I hated improv. You failed at an, in an I think improv I, I class? I think I did. I, I hated it. I was like, well, what is this? Look at me now. I mean, yes. honey, I was going to say, well, you know, you had to really like work. It's that Virgo rising you're working against. Well, I didn't but, know. This was like my yeah. first or second year. Yeah. And I'm like, well. And you're like, wait, just tell me what to do and I'll do it. Right. Yeah. I barely know what I right. do know. Right. So, I mean, but it, he was. Um, he was your advisor. He was my advisor. I remember before I got to purchase, I remember reading a review of his, a review of him in the Village Voice. And I was really excited. I'm like, He's somebody. Yeah. Um, of his own work. Of his own or work. Of his, right. Of his own work. Did you ever get to see his work? I was in it. I was in his company. Um, so I studied with him for a while, and then after I left the department, there was a little bit of a scandal because I was out, actually outside of the department, and they were auditioning for people who would be in the concert, and so I got two right. lead positions. Right. And um, for a concert at Purchase, yeah, at yeah. Purchase, yeah. And so I worked in his in his piece, which was um, fun because he just would give you these odd things. What was? Do you remember the piece? Oh yeah, I do visually. Um, there was this one of my favorite parts was. I think there was a woman downstage doing a solo, and I was doing another solo upstage, and just. You know, it's immerse timing, so you just figure it out. And <laughs> it was doing something, and it would happen, the timing had to be that I would finish and I would do this long run around, and this person would just happen to leap and I would catch them. And there was one time I did it, and it was literally like just, you could hear the audience gasp. Wow. <gasps> <laughs> because you just caught it. But it was, it's exciting because yeah. I think, actually, just to insert something in there, Please. one of the changes that happened for me, because I, again, I came without knowing technique, and I'll be honest, I didn't learn my technique at purchase. Um, I picked it up from people, other, I would watch other dancers there and you kind of learn. But what was pivotal for me was I got a scholarship one summer of 81, in 1981, to study at this place, Dancer School. Dennis Wayne, dancers, thing that started up. He just built this huge, place in um, the corner of Lafayette and 4th uh, 4th Street uh, as massive and you know one of the first one of the early like major I call them supermarket um, dance schools because it had just like 10 studios or something in there and, oh, and that's gone yeah, yeah gone, gone. I mean gone. in terms of that kind of yeah, yeah. now it's like steps it's still there well, oh yes me. that's give true me, give me, me. Yeah. Down to yeah. that's true yeah. shout out Gina yeah. there you go. Gina's doing it there yeah. you go yeah. there is someone yeah. who's really doing yeah. it thank yeah. you Gina Gibney yeah. so I studied with Larry Rhodes for oh. that summer and he was phenomenal right. changed my body before I even knew what was going on and so I studied with him Ernie Pagnano Pam Critelli but it was really Larry whose classes were just a work of art a, you'd walk into a studio and there are 80 people in class. Whoa. You know, from ABT, Ballet, Twyla, Merce, 
regular people, God knows. And he would go around each person, <clears throat> hi, how are you? How's your day? He would say a hello to every single person before he started class. And then he would teach. And it was a phenomenal class. Just about the nature of the technique that was so embedded within the exercises and the way he spoke about it, that, I, I mean, again, I'm coming from a place of, I know some things, but just the philosophy underlying the work transformed my body yeah. at the end. And so I remember going back to purchase and people were shocked. Who are you? I mean, <laughs> In literally. just one summer, I mean, it, Larry Rose turned totally, you around. Totally elevated. Wow. Totally. I cannot tell you yeah. how much it elevated. I mean, you know, three pirouettes, back both sides. You know, and just the strength, the extension, the this, you know. I was young. That's amazing. <laughs> Did you keep yeah. in touch with Larry? Mm, oh, I would see him from time yeah. to time. But, yeah. yeah. But I mean... Um, just a really he interesting was exception. He was so amazing. Yeah. He was such an incredible man. I only got to meet him a couple yeah. times through Juilliard, but yeah, he he's was a, really he's amazing. Um, so with Mel, did you work with Mel then outside of Purchase? Yeah, he asked me my last year Purchase. <clears throat> I remember we were getting coffee. And he said, um, hey, would you be interested in dancing? And I was like, really? Sure. It was like, the f- well, it was not technically not my first professional job, but it was my second. But it was my first kind of company job, which was fun. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I worked with him for about a year or so, a year or two. We did, 1983, we did, um, Brooklyn Anchorage, and then we did, oh, we did Whitney, Philip Morris at the Whitney in 1984. And who else was dancing in with that him group. at that point, it was different from this guy. He wouldn't know. Joel looked. Um, he used to dance for Viola, mm-hmm. and then he danced with Laura for a while, and then he went moved back to France and worked with Mathilde Monnier and another number of people there. He has a beautiful life now. He owns two yeah. apartments in Paris. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get that. I remember being at a Bessie's once when it was. And I was sitting by Miguel, and um, <clears throat> this was way back in the day when you would still mm-hmm. get money at the Bessies, mm-hmm. so you would get like that thousand oh, yeah. dollar yeah, moment. Yeah, exactly. And Meg Stewart got it. Of course, she wasn't there. Yeah. And I remember uh, Miguel being like, get that euro, Meg, and here's your grand. <laughs> you know, like, really? And we just were like, wow. As we like sat yeah. on these steps, probably like at Abram Dog Center outside, like going back to her, you know, small shared apartments. Anyhow, yeah. so yeah, so he went on to go to have yeah. that Euro life. Yeah, Euro life. Uh-huh. Who else was there? Lisa Schmidt was in that one. And then, because it rotated a little bit, um, this guy Kurt Cagle. Um, oh, this is Sonia Delwad. And this is Kurt. No, this is me. Sonia, Lisa. Oh, and then this other woman, Canadian, whose name I can't remember right now. She's also having a beautiful life back in Canada. <laughs> yeah. She owns five yeah. homes. <laughs> five homes. And um, she uh, has put her family of 20 through yeah. any kind of college yeah, uh, they want. Yeah. At this time in New York, were all the, like, a sort of young, professional, aspiring dancers kind of honing in on specific schools of dance, like Cunningham, Graham, Ailey, because those choreographers were... It was really still happening in that Well, moment. back in the day, those... Those days, they were still a company model. So right. you were looking towards what companies would you be in. Right. What companies really attracted you, whether it was, God, who there was Lar. I mean, because people were touring back then. There was Lar, Martha, Paul, Trisha, um, David Gordon, uh, Lucinda, um, Merce, um, a, a, a number more. Who, um, Lamone, was that happening? Lamone. Actually, that was my first professional job. Lamone, you had um, Murray Lewis, you had right. Nikolai, Twyla, you know, and that's just Talking. the top of it. Right. 
those are just the top tier, and then yeah. there's the you know the and, medium and people who are more. coming up, and then right. even the people below that who are probably yeah. touring and at least yeah. getting their NEA funding. Oh yeah, right. And so that was kind of where people would, and you'd have smaller things, so you know, like the, the downtown scene that you'd work with, and some people stayed in the downtown scene. Sometimes they'd move it around, but um, there was that kind of model of where are you going and what are you focusing mm-hmm. on, um, to a certain extent. Um, How did you end up leaving Mel's company? And did oh. you two stay in touch? Oh, yeah, yeah, until he moved. He moved to California, he got a great job at, I don't want, I want to say Irvine, I can't remember. I think it was there. He had two daughters. Um, so we stayed in touch. I just, at that time, it was just a lot of freelance. Right. I was working with BB, Jane Comfort, right. Mel Wong. Um, it was just you work with three or four people at the same time. Did you have another job besides dancing? I worked at a German engineering firm. What? Talk about that. Because I know what, I, I do know about when you start going into admin, but I don't know about the German engineering job. I got that, I guess, the first time when I was, uh, it's like in my last year in, high, in college. And I was through a dinner party, I met a friend, a friend of a friend, and, you know, I had secretarial skills and I spoke German so <laughs> you I spoke in, German why did you why well languages linguistics right right right. Oh, I studied that. French and German interests right. interests right. academic interests so you could yeah. speak French and German uh, my German was much better than my French oh. at that point okay yeah um, and now do you speak another language besides those two no okay no just okay. a little Italian but that was actually from my childhood and you could type and I could tell you fast. Yeah. 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 Fast. yeah. And those are the beginnings of the word processing days. Uh, incredible. Just the beginnings of that. Wow. Incredible. I wish I could so, fast. Oh my God. Well, I can. See? You don't need to type really? fast when you have him. I can well, just. Look. If I only guess, Jack was doing my admin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if only I was doing my admin. Well, okay. I know. Because I'll tell you what. I know. Goodbye, emails. Oh I my know. gosh. I, Wouldn't that be incredible? When I, I I'll show you my inbox when we're done with I don't this. even know. Mine is 12,000. Oh my. I need to clean the bitch out. 12,000 on red? No. Oh, I'm talking on red. Emails here. I'm gonna, I wanna, I, I, I have made people break a sweat when I show them my on red emails. But anyhow, I so I, I, I need some help, but I, I, know. I don't wanna ask for it. Well, so, that's why you need, we need to have, that's why we need to build a solution for we, this. We are getting to we it. To we are, solution. And we are getting to your this solution that you talked us. about, that you talked about at the yeah. gala, which I want to get to. Is there any young interns who want to come and be entertained by Jack and I whilst you organize our computer life? Okay, um, you don't want to entertain them, you just want them to work. Okay, that's true. Thank but you. But we will bring beverages. Well, yes, but you want to share the knowledge that you have with them. That's true. We do. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. We're gonna and get to this. We're good. We're gonna we're gonna There's get to this. We're, we're, going. we're gonna get to yeah, she's a real Sag. So you're doing you're at a German engineering firm and they're paying you a, you know, a, a fine amount for an hourly moment. A very good amount of work. I good. got more than than I yeah, I won't tell you. Then everyone I knew at ABT I would, if I at the made time. what I made then now, right. I would be very, well, I kind of do, but, right. you know, yeah. back in the 80s, yeah. you know, 35 an hour was great. Whoa. Yeah, that is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I was able to, and it, it actually, I worked it out, I remember, so this is, this is a story. So, <clears throat> okay. You already know this, so I'm not gonna. I'm, I'll just be really short. But Reed doesn't know it. Really short. Okay, here's the thing. Reed doesn't know it, and these listeners don't know it. And I will also say that to go and listen to the oral histories yeah. at NYPL. Well, also yours is on a yours is still being processed, oh, so really? you can't just walk in and listen to oh, it. Okay. It's a, it's at least when I went. It Jack's was still, very frustrated by this mm-hmm. aspect. Of it, the there's library. just there's some it's. It's not the librarian's issue. Mm. It's rea- It's a thing about funding, which oh, I will yeah. be addressing in <clears throat> my, at least in my findings. I don't know if it'll be in my final, but I Ooh. am going to talk about what's getting funding there and what's not. Is this for another, your own project? Um, I'm the, uh, my partner and I are the fellows for the AIDS Legacy Project. Oh, voila. Yeah. So That's I'm great. going through that material wow. uh, for a presentation later in January. So wow. yours was one of the first that I listened to. Wow. Is Jeremy going to talk into a microphone? No, Jeremy's making a video. 
Can you imagine? I would love. I that's. I have a secret fantasy. Oh, Jeremy, you're talking. He mm-hmm. a tourist to the max, but like, like, have you've met my partner? I yeah. think. Yeah, she's real stealth. Yeah. 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 To get <laughs> it's all to, under here. To get her to it's speak into a here. mic would be incredible. Wow. Opposite day of me. Uh, wow. Like picture the full opposite of me in there. Yeah. You well, I've seen that, and I was yeah. like, oh. Yeah. Except. Both just as ruthless when it comes to... Yeah. Well, otherwise you wouldn't put up with it. No. No, we connect through yeah, yeah. the Aquarius ways. Yeah, you need a mind. good challenge. I, yes, and you I, need a partner in crime. Yes. You're not just... Yeah. Not someone yeah. who's just going to lap after you. No. No, that doesn't work for me. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> tell us about this job. So, okay, very simple. Okay, so... I, so I had it for a while and it was great. I would go, you know, work nine to five and sometimes I'd take class. I'd figure that out. But there was a point where it just sort of lagged. And then I remember there's this one particular day, night, after work, I went to take class at Cunningham, and I was wearing a unitar, and I just looked at myself. And I was like, this is disgusting. You look like a secretary taking dance class. And so I stopped. And I said, you know what you're going to do? Make a plan. So I said, I'm going to work for the rest, I think, until... This is like maybe in January or something. I said, I'm going to work until May or June, save up my money, because there was a lot of money to be made, and um, then go back to dance. And because I knew there was something with Jane coming up, Art on the Beach, and something with Mel maybe, and so I was like, okay, I'll buy myself enough time. And I gave myself a two-week vacation in France um, before. And so... So gorgeous. I left the firm, and it was a great... It was a great thing. I mean, I had a good time there. People were, I was kind of funky in my own way, but I became the head of um, the secretaries in what department was that? The engineering proposals. It was this large German firm, but... Um, you were the head of, of some people. thing, right? Yes. I can some absolutely people. picture it. Some people. Some so people. Dealing, I was dealing with the engineers, <laughs> and then I had secretaries underneath me. I was working with. Um, but it was a great job in, in its own way. Time ran out and I left. Um, and uh, so that's the story with the German engineering firm. The other sidebar story that came out of going to a few classes at MERS was I got my first music video because of that out of MERS Cunningham. How? <laughs> And it reads like, I took class at Cunningham and I didn't get to, I didn't get a music video. You're a little younger, you know. I don't want to be in a music video. I don't even know if you were born at that time. 1980. Oh, wow. You would have been four years old. There you go. Oh, wow. And there she was, you know, doing her uh, tilts and what have you. I was literally the back exercises. Like three blocks away on Washington. Uh Oh, see? So close and yet so... So far. So close and yet so far. Oh, well, but look, you've already made up for it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you got to be at BAM doing it. Come on now. You did it. Hello. You, did it. you got to have like that Hello. duet with Sarah I Burns. did a Cunningham dance. Okay. We we'll keep going now. We okay. want to know about this. So anyway, music so video. I got this music video. I had no clue. Um, How did that happen? It's somebody, uh, this woman who was actually sadly fired from the company <clears throat> because of injury and some other mm. things, um, had seen me in there and they were doing a music video and I guess they wanted a person of color. Mm. So... Since there weren't that many of them there, yeah. mm-hmm. somehow she got my name. Maybe David Vaughn had recommended me. I don't know. And um, I don't know if he knew me back at that point. But I get a call, um, and uh, it basically I was like, I'm busy. I can't go to rehearsals. And she's like, no, It's really simple. You can learn it while while we're on set, while we're filming it. I'm like, Okay. So I show up. And it's when, you know, their movie, it's a movie theater now on 2nd Avenue, and I think it is 11th Street. Yes. And it Village used to be Cinema. an old, right, Village Cinema, and it used to be this old Yiddish theater house. Mm. And it was in disrepair, nobody was really using it, so they rented it out. And that's how I got to do Let the Music Play. And I got there, and if you look closely, you'll see, I don't know if you know Mathilde Monnier. Mathilde Monnier yeah, is yeah, a very well-known French choreographer yeah, yeah. who yeah. now is head of CNDC, whatever else. Yeah. She's in that video as well. Work. What's yeah. Let the Music Play? Let it's, the music play. Dun, 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 dun. It's an old disco dun, 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 Who, dun, Whose music dun. is it? It's called Shannon. Her name because is Shannon. When you say Let the Music Play, that's the beginning of Fraggle Rock. 
I just don't remember Fraggle Rock. Was that what? a children's show? Yeah. Fraggle Rock. Fraggle, Fraggle Rock. Rock. Let yeah. the music play. Worries for another day. I didn't, you know, well, when I was a child, I didn't watch children's shows. I watched Dynasty. So, and here I am. Well, they might have stolen that from her, considering they, you were they, four years old. They might yeah. have, actually. It's possible. From Shannon. There you go. Um, and art creates <laughs> commerce. And, and art creates commerce. I love it. Did you like my from Shannon for by Menon? Yeah. Right. From Menon. Shannon. Menon. By no. Menon. Okay, so the end okay. of the story. <clears throat> yeah. So I film this. I get there. Da, 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 da. I didn't know the music. Da, da. We do it. And then I go back to my other job. At that point, I was doing box office at um, DTW. And I was doing box office for this young comedian who had just come from San Francisco and suddenly had started making a buzz and everything else and started doing box office and people like Bert Sager and... Uh, no, who was Bert, the comedian? Bert, Bert Bacharach. Um, Pete Sager? No. Still in Mira. Bert Bacharach, something Sager, his writing partner. Anyway, oh, no. famous no people idea. were coming. And you know who it was. Was it... Sandra Bernhardt? No. Oh. I was really hoping that it was somehow going to be Sandra Bernhardt. No, it was Whoopi Goldberg. <gasps> we love. What right. happened with Whoopi? Whoopi. Whoopi? What happened? Yeah, what happened? What do you mean, what happened? No, for you, with Whoopi. Oh, well, we became friends. Really? And, yeah. Are I you got still to meet friends? her mother. No, I wouldn't say. She's moved on. I mean, it was just you really casual. Do like, you have her cell? Do you have her No, cell? but I have a check she signed. That's yeah. good. Yeah, that, I bought her good. return ticket because she wasn't going back to San Francisco. So I bought her return ticket. <gasps> and so I got to know her name. Wow. Wow. Her real name. And you were friends at the time? Yeah. So there was comedy. What was that relationship like? Very simple. You know, we just hang out to chat, but, you know. But she hadn't done Ghost yet. No, this was. Are you kidding? No, this was literally, literally. She She came in. The color purple. She she hadn't done done anything. anything. That's what's going on. She hadn't done Jumpin' Jack Flash. (laughs) I don't know what that was. I don't know what that was. Oh my goodness! DTW DTW had comedy shows. Is that what you're telling me? They brought in theater. They did a wide range. They did music. They did theater. They did dance. They did. It was called dance theater workshop. Hello. Hello. Was it in the same location it is now? Yes, but it was above a tire factory. Yeah, a tire Tire factory. Tire factory. Yeah, that was used to be in the bottom. Yeah. Did it stink of rubber? No, it didn't. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I have important Speaking questions. Speaking of rubber, where else were you going out at that time? Like, what was the, what was your club life like, and your like, and your your nightlife, night clubbing? How was that going? What year? So it was in Wow. Um, well, there was. I was living on this loft on Fourth Avenue and Tenth. By yourself? With a friend. Okay. Some friends. It was a huge loft. Um, actually, a former teacher. At purchase, he had moved in, and then a, 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 an apartment I was supposed to move in fell through. So a friend of mine, Michael Blake, invited me to share the room, which was massive. Anyway, um, where did we go? He was performing. There's this place down Stillwind, down in Tribeca at that point. She'd so go out there. Um, might have been Danceteria, but I didn't go out a lot. Remember you never, I, like, bumped into Madonna? And she was like, no, I need you. That never no, happened? Uh, no. Like, but Joel looked to apartments in Paris. Right. Yes, yes. That old queen. boyfriend of yeah, mine. Yeah. He dated her. Madonna. Work. He used to go to class at Larry Rhodes. Yes. And guess where else she used to take class? Madonna took class with Larry Rhodes. Yep. Guess where else? Well, Martha Graham. No. I know that. Well, yeah, but... Lar had his loft was also a dance studio right. and Martha and Madonna would come to class mm-hmm. and she would take people's money at the desk for Rob when mm-hmm. he was teaching class. Madonna. Yeah. Madonna. Oh, Madonna. Oh, Alana. Oh, Rihanna. Rihanna. It goes around. Uh, yeah, yeah. And it all comes back. Yeah, yeah. To Madonna. It, and it all, all goes comes back, back to Madonna. Um, so anyway. Wow. So okay. that was then. That was the end of that period of time. And then you go into Trisha. Mm, well, that's a jump, but yes. I mean, it happens. It does happen, and it was an odd happening. How did that happen? I fractured my foot. 
And you're like, well, I can do that. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, what foot did you fracture? Sure. Your right, right or your left? Right. Um, the right uh, fifth. Um, metatarsal. Right fifth metatarsal, but it's no, it's, it's this. What is that called again? That's exactly what I fractured in September. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Did a dancer fracture on oh, it. My God. As it's called the dancer fracture. Oof. To the same bone. Same bone. I, ooh. Honey. Was, that was so honey. bad. Honey, are you doing your domes every day now? Are you just oh my like God. always making sure you're doming I and getting like, it? You know, every now and then it's like, what? Who did you, when you fractured it, who was, what The first time you? I was in ballet, going across the floor, oh. Jocelyn Lorenz. And I heard this big snap. Yes, honey. And I was just like, wow, this floor is really loud. <sighs> and I go, and I'm waiting online to go again. I'm like, oh, my foot's feeling a little funny. Like, and then a da- dancer I know, she's like, well, that's not, maybe you should sit this one out. I'm like, well, okay. Boom. No insurance, no nothing. This was, I was 20, I think I was 25 at that point. Did yeah, you go to a doctor? Wow, I went to my, my, my chiropractor. Right, That's right. That's the thing. Your, and I didn't have ver- a doctor. To your version of Bill Walsh. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, um... He was like, well, you fractured Oh, it. my God. Yeah, and then there's nothing... I, I didn't have a doctor. I went to another chiropractor right. to help me. It was just... <laughs> it was hell. Yeah. And so... And you're out for six This was, weeks. like, in the summer of... 80... I'm going to say it's 85. Where did Jocelyn teach in 85? Oh, there's this place that's now an apartment building on 15th Street. <laughs> yeah. um, that's what we're going to say about a lot of these. Yeah. This place is now an apartment building or a CBS. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. It's, it's gone. Yeah. It's gone. Uh-huh. It's now a shake shop. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely yeah. a shake shop. It's a Starbucks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think Ted Tibbett used to take classes every now and then. Oh, boy. Yeah. Wow. Um, so <laughs> you fracture that, and what did, in that summer, what did you, did you, you had to be out for like at least four weeks? I was fucked. I mean, no, look, ooh, yeah, and I was supposed to go on tour with BB, and I was just like, I can't. No. I can't. This and BB, like, of course, got that. Yeah, and it was fine. She had to find a little replacement at the end, you know, and it was whatever, and so I worked hard and had a busy fall. I worked with Jane Comfort and BB and some, something else, and yeah. so I was just like, I gotta get, and somehow, Luckily, back then, we were all dancing in shoes. Right, right. So something could hold you together. Right, right, yeah. (laughs) So it was helpful, and then... um, I'm just going to wind this up, because it'll take forever. But I made it through, and then I got a job the following early spring, like in February, March, um, replacing an injured dancer for Marta Renzi. So I had to go to VCU, I think it was and learn a piece in a day, and then perform it. And I was like, got that, did that, going through the dress rehearsal, do-do-do-do-do, mm-hmm. I come mm-hmm. down ever so lightly from a, 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 a jump. Someone's bring me down, I hear a little pop. Like, oh, no. Yeah. So we go to the hospital, it's swelling up, I go to the hospital, the doctor's like, yep, same exact place. And I was like, fuck. fuck. How? It never really healed. The scar right, hadn't, right, the bone right, scar hadn't like fully, hadn't fully stitched healed. together. Yeah, but no. also this is this, this was not even a year later. Oh, yeah. No, right. And you didn't no. take enough, because you didn't take enough time. Nobody right. knows back then. Right. No. Nobody's t- nobody talks to you about these things. No, though. no. Oh, and did you get a PT after that or you're just like, I'm going to take Well, the big difference was that because I was with Marta, she actually paid a salary. Oh, and so right. I had workers comp. Oh, great. And disability. Just for that oh, one performance. Yep. It's a Thank miracle. God. You know? The, the gods were changed like... Changed my world. Truly. So then I got a lot of physical therapy. Yeah. And it actually healed. And yeah. basically, to get to the place of Trisha, um, it took a while. It was gone back and forth. I was like, it's fine. It's not so fine. Yeah. And I had auditioned for Trisha, I think... The year before, like in 84, and I kept down to the, I was in the finals, but didn't make it, fine. But I had a great time. Right. Um, they were looking for another dancer, and I was like, beginning to heal, and I was like, I'm, I'm not going to do this. Um, and uh, what ended up happening, she called me in, I think it was the spring of... Oh, uh, it was probably spring of 86. 
And we met. I came in with a wooden shoe. I'm like, okay. A wooden shoe. Yeah, because you have to keep your foot flat. Yeah. You Incredible. Bend. Remember that, like, flat shoe you wanted me to get two of? That was like that. It looked yeah. like a this weird thick sandal that mm-hmm. was like this. And you're like, oh, that's so chic. Please get two. Oh, yeah. That was the sh- shoe I had to wear after the boot. Yeah. I actually had somebody made a wooden shoe for me. Um, of course. What was his name? I like those, like, Japanese. I, so, and you don't remember, what, but I could just picture it. He was like, I'll make you a wooden shoe, baby. And you're like, thanks. Yeah. He had a, anyway. So, uh-huh. um, I knew it. Back. We're back. And we're back. <laughs> I wanted to get into this carpentry lover, but. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that would be nice. But make me a wooden shoe. Anyhow. Good so, handy man. So. Anyway, so long story short. You go in, you have a wooden um, shoe. Uh, they're finally having auditions for the company. Mm-hmm. This is 1987. Mm-hmm. I'm just beginning to start dancing again. And so they have this audition, which she said, basically, here, take this workshop. You don't have to audition. And we'll look at you and we'll see mm-hmm. what happens. And so I did the workshop and yada, 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 yada. And eventually I got in. Right. So it was kind of lucky because I think if I actually took the audition, I wouldn't have got in. Hmm. I wasn't, and it was, yeah. And it was part of the, the thing of dancing with Trisha that was BBs were just not touring enough in that way. It no, did not see, have this a is, strong. Was the did it was it not no accompanied enough? It, you know, the way I, I kind of live my life is not. There are. Well, okay. <laughs> Let's say I, the second time I broke my foot mm-hmm. was also right before I had to go on tour. Onto a baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she was really not happy. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that kind of... That's mm-hmm. the end. Yeah, I did. Yeah. And I did one last show with her at Philip Morris at the Whitney. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just moved on. Mm-hmm. And... Um, at that point, it's just like really looking at work that was interesting to me and whatever. And again, I wasn't dancing for that year. At that point, I was working at Bellevue. What were you doing at Bellevue? Pulmonary Function Lab. Excuse me? What does that mean? Uh, pulmonary Function Lab is where they... It's pulmonary breathing. And uh-huh. so the sleep apnea lab was right. there as well as other related stuff. So I was the administrative secretary. Incredible. Yeah. It's a great skill to have. His administrative skills. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's yeah. really. I mean, it's we're all. I mean, we're we're also getting into it all over. I mean, you're yeah. still in it. Well, also yeah. you were working for. Nife, I worked for NIFA, NIFA in right. 84, 85. Right. Eighty four. Yeah. After I left the German engineering. Club. And then it was DTW, and then. Yeah, DTW wasn't a full time. It was just like. Doing right, lots of but some. I'm just yeah. wondering that. And then I did this other thing. Right. This, which was um, a white cat. Uh, which was a computer-based training um, company. So basically, we were creating computer-based training programs. Amazing. So and then well, and then doing Trisha. Trisha, which is very was that full time? It's here. That was a full time job. Or it's here. So you yeah. must have liked yeah. the. Did you like that? That it was you know the a specifics. centimeter here or a centimeter over there. You know what? <laughs> you want to be. Uh, you know, I'm going to be totally. Be even though this might not be. Maybe I'll clap my hands after I say it. You this. can decide. You can decide after you say it. <laughs> um, you know, I was lucky to get into Trisha's in a, in a certain way, and um, I think it took me a while to get it. Mm-hmm. Um, and be in a company and go, okay, what am I doing here? Because I'm coming out of another headspace. And um, so it was difficult. It was very difficult for me because I don't feel like I was really getting it and understanding it in the same way and um, it's a very unique place as well it's not like you can study it and go oh this is it's really you, you learn it by doing it mm-hmm, yeah. I mean it's not like oh let's take a release class they didn't have them back then back then right, really right. Um, I mean even now when you go to like a quotation marks release class it's just like you learn phrase work from right. yeah. whatever practitioner yeah. you're yeah. dealing with or if I think of, yeah. like, when Neil... Neil Beasley's a really good friend of mine. And when oh, he set, I remember he was setting a piece on Paris Opera mm-hmm. and just hearing about them mm-hmm. and, uh, trying for it was a real... Wow. What time is it? It's quarter of... <gasps> I have to go. 
to go soon. We have to, okay. We have to go five? Yeah, he I have has, a meeting at five. Yeah, he has a meeting. It's good. We have 20 minutes. You have... Oh, the meeting's at five? No, at five. Mm-hmm. We, we have five minutes. <laughs> you have to come back on. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, okay. So well, we're going to stick it. We're going to stick it. Well, but there's... Yeah. I want to talk about what's happening now. Yeah. No, because so, that's really what's interesting to me. That... Me too. So what... Okay, what was the thing you wanted to finish up with, Trisha? Um... It was tedious. Let's just... (laughs) That was Reed who said it, by the way. Um, But there's some... I mean, I want to talk about Ralph. I really need to have Ralph on. Your relationship. Yes, of course. I I love Trisha's work. That wasn't what we were talking about. We were not debating whether we love the work or not. No. We were talking about performing it. Um, And who can and who can and what that requires. Uh... Uh, but I really want to talk about Ralph mm-hmm. at another point mm-hmm. and your relationship with him and I want to talk about your work. Okay. Let's talk about your work though some. How has, and something else I want to say to you right now live and I've said this to you before, I loved you and Yvonne's show when she did it at the one? kitchen. Yvonne Rainer. Oh um, really? No, not I, which Yvonne. <laughs> which one? <laughs> I know there's Yvonne Meyer. It was, no, I asked him which show. 20, it was 2016. Show. Right, at the kitchen. Yeah, no, that. It was a show that I that I I wished more people would have seen. I I loved that Uh, show. I really yeah. I had a problem with that show. You did what? Yeah. You're gonna tell me when we hang up. Yeah. (laughs) You're gonna tell me when we hang up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, for me, it was so much about if we're going to talk about postmodernism mm-hmm. and a kind of retread of it in terms mm-hmm. of I see it all around all the time mm-hmm. of people my age. Mm-hmm. I it was very well. This is it. Right. So if you're going to do it, right. Why don't you look at this yeah. and then decide if it's what you're going to do? But maybe you could just not retread that. Actually, that's and that's a really. Good- I, I feel I see things yeah. that are retread of it without oh knowing they are. And that's a problem. And that's that is a problem. A so problem. having Yvonne just do that show, I was like, here we are. This is it. Yes. <coughs> Thank you. Yeah. You know. And, well, I'm glad also they did the, I'm curious about like how the Judson went out for people. But. At MoMA? Right. I mean, I like the live performances very mm-hmm. much. I don't know. I think the exhibit was like, in a way, kind of like, it didn't make sense a lot of sense in terms of like what Jetson was about because it was mm-hmm. so cleaned up and beautiful and yeah. blah 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 yeah. but the yeah. performances were I, I really enjoyed them I mean I okay. felt very moved by yeah. them and then your work let's talk about your work as well because I also love you'll have to remind me of the t- I can't remember titles of pieces he, the piece at performance space oh he is a mythical beast yes yeah which, but you did, I saw part of it at dance space I feel like yes didn't dance. I oh what you saw at dance you mean Way back in 2012, that wasn't, that was just, that was part of Ralph's thing. That was me responding to uh, Ralph inviting a number uh-huh. of artists right. to do their own thing. Right. And that's where the beginnings of Venus came in. That's the first time I ever created Venus. Right. And so right. that wasn't Beast, that was just, that was a whole diff. well, that was the beginning of. Right. And so... Um, yeah, in response to his prompt uh, to the invited guests. Right. So that was fun. It was great. Um, but we probably have to go. We, oh God, we, we have way wait, so much more to learn. I want to talk about this, the, what you're setting up right now, though, in terms of... Let's talk about this. Okay. So you're setting up something for dancers, choreographers, people in the field, which is called... The Sustainability Project, which is a horrible title name. It's a working thing until we figure out what it is. And it is for? It is in collaboration with, I'm working with Kate Watson-Wallace, and it's basically looking at the philosophies of how we as artists actually can take care of ourselves, how do we think of ourselves outside of making art, and um, it's about sharing resources, tools, and it's a very self-reflective process of, of asking yourself, what do you need? How do you work? How can you make this a livable, comfortable, and actually enjoyable life? Because it's not just about punching it out. Um, Part of the work is also about dealing with the larger ecosystem and having those conversations because we don't work solo. I mean, you know, the fact that you have to deal with admin and dealing with funders and presenters and this and the other, it's like, how do we find better solutions for this? Mm-hmm. How do we create those solutions? And part of it is, A, teaching tools. I teach this course at Pratt, Art of Sustainability, and it sort of covers financial literacy, it covers health, you know, investments, 
Um, yeah, you take that class. Um, <laughs> conflict resolution, secondary trauma, applying for grants and residencies, artist statements, legacy, taking care of whether it's a power of attorney, living will, mm -hmm. health proxy to how do you take care of your work, how do you think about That's your work. semester? It's I don't even know half those words. Oh my God. Yes, Secondary trauma. Secondary trauma. Unpack that one for me. Is that having it reoccur in your work when you've been exploring trauma? Um, it's secondary trauma is basically not direct. Like if I beat you, that's trauma. Right. It's this idea, and it's, it's manifested in different ways. It's just sometimes the situations, like if you're living in a war-torn area, mm -hmm. you might not be attacked personally, but you're traumatized by what you're surrounded right. right and you're traumatized by um say within as as artists of being asked to constantly do more and more mm. and more and yet your sense of self is actually determined by somebody else right. who's telling you whether this is good work or bad work right. and and you're constantly putting yourself out there and you, how are you taking care of yourself right. and so you're kind of traumatized because you're not either you go home and you're just assuaging your sadness with alcohol, drugs, whatever, or you're not eating well, or your schedule is like, you've done 15 things during the day and you still feel like you haven't done enough. And I remember teaching this class, I brought in um, a friend of mine, Yuko Uchigawa, who does this. And I remember within the first 15 minutes, four of those students were in tears because they realized that that's the life that they yeah. were living. Yeah. And I think, that's true for a lot of us. Yeah. And where do you turn? How do you take care of yourself? Nobody speaks about that. Yeah. People ask for more, but nobody talks about what, what's actually behind that. We only see the greatness of the work you do, the work you do. And nobody, and unless somebody posts it on Facebook, sees you crying in the corner, wondering like, why am I just like, you know, you know feeling bad about yourself or, feeling totally run down. Well, and or, where is the community when it comes to grief and burn and real work burnout? Exactly. Or when you're dealing with abuse of power? Exactly. Which we are continually confronted with. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And as well as you're living on a, a minimum amount of money. Right. In a city that's quite expensive and it's getting more and more expensive. And so w w what is that actually doing unconsciously? Mm -hmm. right. I mean, you're aware of it. But being aware of it in one on one level doesn't mean that you're actually dealing with it. Well, and how are these dancers and choreographers who are you know maybe scraping in, who knows what twelve thousand dollars a year or well, something? There were years question. where that's what I lived under. Right. How do they pay for a therapist on that? And that's the question: is what is success? Right. And how do we redefine that so that it's yeah. healthy? And then how do we redefine that so that we're empowering ourselves to tell the other people who we're dealing with, those other stakeholders, you need to change. Right. You need to change. Right. This is a, a better model. And how do we become creative solution builders as opposed to just waiting for somebody else to create a solution for us? Mm. So that's a short, quick and dirty. That was incredible. Oh, David. David, I am so well, excited about that. Um, yeah. David, we have to do a part two okay. when uh, we come back we'll mid-August. Okay. Yes. And we're going to, because you're heading out of town tomorrow, mm -hmm. and then I'm heading out of There's town. There's so much more. Yeah. And then, are you okay. back? Are you back in mid-August? I'm back in mid-August. Okay, because yeah. we are going to, we're going to come back. Okay. And ladies and other, you, you know, check in with this with this legend icon. I'm just old. That yeah, is not true. You are, and, and beauty, beauty. He's being beautiful. very sweet. Old it's not true. So true. No, it's because I've always, always, it's just because I've always adored you. Yeah. And I love this. And I can't wait for you to come back on. We all need, we have to. Because I really want to say this. I also want to talk about, I also want to talk about your artwork. I really, and, and how, you, and where that comes from in terms of your relationship with dancing and making, because I'm excited about that too with you. Oh. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we love you. Bye. Bye.